Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by two of my good buddies. I am so excited to see you all because we have an awesome, fun topic for the show tonight. But before we get into that, let's say hello to the guys. Mr. Dave, how are you, man? Good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all busy, but um, no, life is good. Um, the the heat of Florida seems to have, like, it's still hot, but, like, we're just starting to edge into that August, September vibe of, you know what? It's nearly manageable. So, yeah, it's fun. I don't think people understand when you live in the South that, um, you know, maybe the guy we're about to talk to, because he's newly a Southerner, um, is that whenever you cook dinner in the South, mm. if you cook in your home, that all of a sudden there is no such thing as an air conditioner that can keep your house at like 71, 72. Your house instantly is going to bump to 75, 76, and then it has to work for the next four hours to get back to that, uh, to that temp. At least that is our house. So yeah. uh, it is still hot here. It's still, uh, you know, uh, um, really, really warm. I have a task that I'm halfway through. I was in the process of remulching my garden around my house, mm-hmm. and I had what not makes the garden grow. Yes, that mulch does, and <laughs> uh, so I had purchased not quite enough mulch, and so I was probably like two thirds of the way through it, and I got it done on a really nice evening where it wasn't too hot, and then I was like, ah. Oh, now I can't find another day to get it done where it has rained and cooled down enough. And then it's dark and it's still hot. So my garden is currently two-thirds mulched. <laughs> well, it, this will this will really make you feel good. Um, I was redoing my fire pit back last mm. fall. But okay. it's just I am still getting to it. It's just too hot to do anything. So this right. winter, that's the goal is to put down new rock. Uh, around the fire pit, but a guy that does not worry about that because he has people that takes care of that for him. I'm the sure one, he does. the only... Mr. Mike, how are you, dude? I'm good. I'm good. Speaking of backyard stuff, I actually had the last couple of days the back patio screened in, so I was very excited about that because we've been kind of enjoying the nice weather in the backyard. And, uh, you know, a bug-free backyard is a great backyard. So be able to put up the screens and kind of hang out back there. It's been nice. We've had quite a few nights out there. We were able to celebrate Laura's birthday out there the other night. I was talking about that in the last show. And um, what's weird for me adjusting, not so much the heat, uh, Sammy's back in school. You know, um, we're not ever used to this back in August kind of thing. Uh, kids are going back. I've seen a lot of my Facebook friends down here, down south. Uh, the kids have started go, to go back to school. I think it's very cool. It's nice that they get out early. But um, I was, you know, my birthday's in a couple of weeks. I've never been in, you know, up north. I've never been in school for my birthday because it's always, you know, the end of August. So this going to school in the middle of August thing is kind of weird for me. But um, Sammy loves it. She loves school down here. She has a lot of good friends. So I'm happy that she's happy. And, um, you know, we're just chugging along. And soon enough, the uh, Halloween decorations are already coming out. I believe they're out in Disney World already, right? They're coming out at our house like this week. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
Like, I, you know, I, I have a rule. I, my rule is if Disney decorates, I can decorate. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, we That's already started. We, uh, what was it, August 12th, and we're already now at the 17th. So uh, we had right, another one guys, last night. Where do you stand on this, though, as far as, like Katie and I were talking about last night? It seems like Mickey's Not So Scary is all of a sudden going to be in June here in a couple of years. Like, it's just, <laughs> they're like, cool, we'll just start this midsummer and then no, we'll. No, it'll be July 5th. <laughs> July 5th. Okay, yeah. We've got to celebrate, you know, July you 4th gotta, and then July 5th. July pumpkins 5th. come out. It's yep. pumpkin time, baby. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Headless Horseman rides again. I love it. Um, well, I'll tell you what, guys, we want to get right into the show because we have an amazing, fun topic. You know, last week we did something that you could play along with at home. This week we're doing the same. We want to bring you something else that will get the family uh, around and we can play a little game together and then we want to hear how you do. Look, we've all seen those things on Facebook where there'll be a list of things, 25 things, 30 things, and it'll say, give yourself a point for each of these things you've done. Well, we have made our own here at DDP today, and this is if you are a true, massive, huge, the biggest Disney fan you had to have done these 25 things. Uh, I'm excited to get into this. This list was compiled by all three of us here uh, tonight. Joe is somewhere, uh, I think he went to Indonesia, and he's uh, looking for specific bananas this week. So uh, I don't see you can tell Dave doesn't listen to the show, because every time Dave misses, we give something unique that you're going to do around the world. Good. Um, he's giving me that thing. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we, are, uh, we have our list. Guys, I like our list. I'm excited about it. I know there's a couple things on here that I've not done and a couple things that you all haven't done too. So it'll be interesting to hear about our DDP family and what they have done and what they hadn't. Let's start with number one, Mike. Uh, get us rolling. All right, so the number one thing is something that I've actually done, and the only reason why I did it is because back in my early Disney days when I would read the blogs, it was one of those things that said, it's a must-do Disney, it's a rite of passage, and that's having a turkey leg. And um, I, it was a one-and-done for me. I can definitely say that I did it. Will I do it again? Probably not. It's not one of my favorite foods to eat there. There are so many other better offerings, but turkey leg is coming in at number one. Uh, Dave, have you ever eaten turkey leg at Disney? I have. Kind of like Mike, I've had it once. I wasn't a big fan. Um, it's not necessarily for me. I did walk past somebody the other day who was just inhaling, just like tearing so it away. <laughs> and so here's, here's, okay, fun fact for you. Um, eating a turkey leg is the only thing I am not allowed to eat while at work. As a tour really? Guide. So you can have like Mickey bars and everything? I can I can eat a Mickey bar. I will kill a Mickey bar right there in the middle of Main Street, USA. Not an I issue. I figure they do that so you don't get dirty. You're a messy well, eater. I watched you eat 47 wings in one okay, sitting. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, let's not let's not dwell on the past. <laughs> um, uh, oh, no, we can we can eat that. We they want us to still look clean and tidy, of course. Um, I, and I carry shout wipes. But here's the thing: no one looks classy eating a turkey leg it's no. impossible <laughs> and that's a big part of what we do have you ever eaten a turkey leg it is funny you ask because the only time i have never eaten a turkey leg <gasps> inside of walt disney world uh i can honestly say that of all my trips i've been there i've only eaten one turkey leg my entire life and it was with you um it was at halloween horror nights two years oh, ago i think yeah. it was uh, and I had not eaten all day, and we were having some fun adult beverages, and I figured out about 10.30, you forgot to eat. Um, so the only thing that was really available where we were was a turkey leg, and I demolished it, but it was not good. It was not, not for me. 
I'm I after eating one, I really do think that it may be the most overrated Disney snack, if you even call it that, uh, on Disney World property. I also had a conversation with somebody the other day who tried to claim that it was an emu leg. That, uh, and I was like, <laughs> no, that's not a thing. Um, this is why the internet should be banned. Um, so I went and Googled it and did some research. And yes, they are turkeys that are specifically like bred to have large thighs to be able to, or like <laughs> legs to be able to eat. I, I, I really would love to live on a farm. Like I'd love to own like turkeys with big legs, and I'd love to own alpacas. All right, and moving right along. <laughs> all right, anyway, here we go. Could you uh, could you imagine being that one turkey walking around though with the big legs and be like, oh man, I had dude, no shot. Of that it. turkey sitting there is like, it's leg day, baby. Look, this is when I'm at my I'm at my best right now. And then all of a sudden, it's like, here comes the the Disney people, and they're like, oh no, like, run, Sam, it's not happening. Um, anyway, let's move on to number two, Dave. What we got at number two? Number two is something I have done many times, both at work and in my uh, personal life. I thoroughly enjoy this moment, and that is rope dropping a Disney park, being right there at the front. And I mean, it used to be a little bit more symbolic and then like all good things, a group of people ruined it by like running when they would drop the rope. And now they, they, yeah, they, they stagger it and they do different entry options and things like that. So it doesn't get out of hand, but rope dropping was a great experience. Uh, I did it even a couple of times during COVID when, um, I took my daughter and we rope dropped uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, yeah. Mike, this is something you guys do. I know you don't do it so often anymore, but you, you, I think this past trip you rope dropped. We did. Uh, we On our earlier trips, when the kids were first going, when we were Disney newbies, we wanted to get the most out of our park and park time and money, so we would rope drop. And being that we had somebody new going with us on this last Disney trip, the, the uh, DDP trip, I, uh, the Sammy and her friends got the rope drop, and we got out there pretty early. Um, would I do it on a regular trip? Nope. Have I done it before? Yes. Do I recommend doing it to someone who doesn't go to Disney quite a bit or someone to get the most experience out of their day? Absolutely. You're on vacation, but you still need to have fun and try and get the most out of your day instead of kind of sleeping it in. Once you've done it quite a few times and you've kind of got it all down, then you can sleep in. Uh, yeah, so I have rope drop before. I know people are shocked right now to hear that. Uh, I don't do it very often. It's very rare, but every now and then I will rope drop. And it's uh, it's it's – look – if you're up early enough, and you know where I typically rope drop, which is like the park not to do it, is Epcot because it doesn't open until <laughs> 10 most days. Um, so I will will rope drop Epcot at times. Um, but I will have a – I remember when Flight of Passage first opened, I would rope drop AK. And they were actually pretty good back then, Dave, about walking you. If you remember, they kind of right. had the – They would yeah, form they a would, line and you just kind mm-hmm. of walking you in and all of that. Yeah. That became a thing because, like, for safety, like, people were literally, like, getting hurt and people were pushing each other out of the way. It got out of hand. Never mind. Well, that's, that's – uh, before Universal created a run event to, to, like, follow up Disney, that was Universal's run event was whenever you would rope <laughs> drop a, a park and try to get to Hagrid's. You're just stampeding through uh, Dr. Seussland over there uh, <laughs> and doing that. So it's nice that Disney takes care of us with our rope dropping. So, yes, I have rope dropped. That is the first one we've all three had. Our next one is something I think we've all three done as well. If you're a very massive Disney fan, hopefully you've done this too, and that is eating a Dole Whip. Look, it's one of my favorite treats. I said it the, uh, last time. I was in the parks, 
I waited longer for a Dole Whip than I waited for any attraction that I rode inside the Magic Kingdom. Uh, the wait was about 45 minutes, but it was still worth it. Wow. I love it. Well, let's talk about it because, one, let me find out this first. Uh, Dave, I'm guessing, yes, you have eaten a Dole Whip? Yeah. Perfect. Mike? Of course. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, Dave, you know how they do the Dole Whips now. You have to virtual order it. Okay, so we actually changed that. You changed it. Perfect. Yeah. Good. Okay. They All got right. rid of it. And because that virtual queue was terrible. Um, it was so bad, man. It was poorly set up. It was poorly run and executed. So they they changed it all back. And basically, you now just stand in a line, old school. There's no order online for it. And um, it it's a 10-minute wait, and you get your doll whip. Mike, the way they used to do it, you would order it okay, through the mm -hmm. app. Then you would they, you would wait. Then it would say, your Dole Whip's ready. But then, but once it, it came up, it wasn't ready. You had to wait in a line. Then you waited in the line. And then when you got up, they actually made the Dole Whip. That's terrible. Yeah, It was crazy, man. It was ridiculous. I mean, I can't even imagine being on like a tour and telling your guests, they're like, we want a Dole Whip. And you're like, that's an hour Good of your luck. tour. Good luck. <laughs> I'm gonna go ride a ride. Can we get a lightning lane for this, please? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Mike, what's number four? Uh, number four is something that Justin, you and I have experienced together in one of the worst times ever in our park experience, and that was a downpour. I, I think um, I think our walk from Epcot, uh, our walk in Epcot over to Germany on the uh, original uh, Disney Dad podcast trip um, was probably one of the heaviest. Craziest downpours I've ever experienced in there. Day. So yes, I, I have definitely been caught in a downpour. Uh, Justin, I know you have. We look like drowned rats going to meet people for the first time. Nothing's better than that. It was such an experience that day. And I remember I borrowed Sarah's poncho to go buy more ponchos um, for everybody. So we at least would be. And it didn't matter. It did not matter. It was one of those Florida rains that you might as well have just jumped in the lake and swam over to Germany. Um, but the fun part was everyone was there. Every There was not one person who walked in dry. We all were just disgustingly wet, um, and it was, it was just a complete nightmare. But not only that, you and I have been multiple times, Mike, stuck in the rain together. One of my favorite times, and we've told this story before, was um, at, uh, where were we? We were at Disney Springs, and we were at Jock Lindsay's. And oh, yes. we yes, yes, watched, yes. we sent our families <laughs> to dinner at Raglan Road just so Mike and I could watch the people stuck in the amphicars out on the lake having to come <laughs> back in through the downpour rain. <laughs> it was the absolute greatest. So, oh, yes, dude. I love my Disney downpour. Some of my best stories start with that. We have a picture of me in Animal Kingdom. I'm wearing a poncho and I've got a backpack on and I'm walking through all hunched over acting like I'm Quasimodo. You know, and, and Katie's, uh, I'm singing the song and stuff like that, and Katie's got a photo. Uh, I think that was back whenever you had to go the, you know, and actually scroll the photo and then turn it into a Rite Aid and have your pictures run in. Uh, Dave, this is a no-brainer. You definitely have been in Disney Rain before. I've, I've been caught in a downpour. I actually have a memory of being caught in a downpour with Justin when we went to Universal that time. Yes. Yeah, oh. that was fun as well. So That was uh, HHN. They, that was my turkey leg night. Yeah, you this, uh, one and the same. Uh, they... they formed some great memories and uh, definitely have happened even recently. Uh, it's part of the reason I carry some very good quality, very nice large umbrellas when I go on tour. Do you ever wear rain gear or can you not cover? 
I'm not. Uh, it's not an option available uh, in my costume. Uh, so, which is why I carry umbrellas, and I'm gotcha. not allowed to wear a poncho. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Dave, take us for our next one, buddy. We are on number five. Sure, we are number five. Oh, cake. We've all done this. We park opt. We've all like it, like, I. I don't know if anybody would even listen to this podcast and be invested in Disney enough to be listening to this podcast if they haven't at least park opt. I feel like this is the uh, center point on the bingo card. Everybody can get this <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> We want to give you at least one. Like, All right. here, here's the thing. It's funny, and I'll, I'll get you because Mike, I know you parked up too. I'll get your opinion mm-hmm. though, Mike. You know, I deal with people who don't go to Disney a lot with my job and what I do, and um, I will tell them uh, sometimes that if this first time they've been in maybe five, six, seven, eight years, maybe that park hopping is not for their family. Um, Valid. I really, yeah, I really tell them that one day. One park is probably the best way to see Walt Disney World and get the most out of your time there. Where do you? St- I do not park hop very often. It is super rare that I park hop, even with an annual pass. Where do you stand on park hopping, Mike? So we always buy the park hopper pass. We have the option open, and I rarely ever park hop. I think when we were maybe in our first couple of years after the first, you know. Um, after the first initial shock of going to Disney as a family, the first four or five times, and we were kind of getting it down, we wanted to get them, you know, uh, you know, explore a little bit, do a little bit more here, do a little bit more there. So we did park hop. I think now I still buy the park hopper pass, and I don't think I've actually park hopped in ages. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I park hopped. Most time I don't go to a park till three o'clock. Now, Dave, not talking work. Let's take that out of, out of the equation. Yeah, because that of course happens on a daily basis. Personally, ooh. When you guys go to the park, I do not see you guys park hopping either. Well, particularly because of our little ones. Um, when we were, when we had, when it was just, say, Melanie and I, yeah, when we would park hop, if I've got friends in town and we're doing something fun, yeah, I would park hop. But um, I just have a picture of Mike deciding not to buy the park hopper one year and then <laughs> getting in a park and being like, nah. I want to park up right now. He only well, wants to do it when it's not available. It's my biggest fear. <laughs> well, Disney's super smart too, man, because they make it just affordable enough for families to add the park hopper on that just to have that little bit of in the back of your head, man, I really want to see fireworks at Epcot tonight, you know, and I'm at Hollywood Studios that they have the option to do it after 2 p.m. So it's kind of a no-brainer, but I do. I really think I'm not even talking for families who don't go that often. I think for a lot of families, doing one park one day is kind of the best way to plan your Disney trips. Now, if you're out and you're just like I'm here all the time, and I have a goal of seeing four parks in one day, dude, rock it. I love it. You know what I mean? But the transportation option between two parks, depending on what parks you're going to, can be tough. So yep, valid. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've all done that. There we go. Everyone has checked that box. Hopefully. I'm excited about this one. Mike, number six. Uh, the water pageant. It's something that we got to do together. Uh, we got to see it pretty much from Artist Point. Uh, I've done it before. I've kind of been at Bay Lake before. I've got to watch it before. I like it. It's one of my favorite cute things to do. So um, the water pageant is definitely going to be next on our list. The electric water pageant, I have seen it many, many times, especially staying at the Poly. Uh, we'll go out there, sit on the beach, and watch the electric water pageant come through. Uh, of course, like you said, saw it at Wilderness Lodge before. 
um, contemporaries, places like that. Uh, so I have done it as well. Dave, have you ever sat down and intentionally watched a full electric water pageant? No. I don't think I ever have. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've definitely watched part of it at different times from different locations, but I'm almost certain I've never intentionally sat and watched the electric water pageant. That's going to have to be on your list. That I, way you I can say, I've done that. I will add it to a list. I just, will keep you updated. <laughs> just as, as you park hop, you can stop there too. There, and, there and, you go. And, See? And, and watch it. Uh, well, maybe you can do it after our next one because there are a couple places uh, where you can go and do this, such as Chef Mickey's, and then right after you eat with uh, our good friend Mickey, you can watch the Electric Water Pageant. Dined with a Disney character. Mike, have you ever dined with a Disney character before? Absolutely. That was one of the staple things that we've done. Uh, you know, we've talked about it before on the show that it's an important thing to do when you're trying to get the most. If you, if you want to get a character experience and kill two birds with one stone and get the most out of your day, it's a great way to meet the Fab Five, meet a princess if you wanted to do the, uh, you know, the uh, the with the frozen uh, with frozen ride is you can get to the Arkashar. The have the great princesses there. Some amazing experiences. So yeah, we've done character stuff plenty, plenty times. Uh, Dave, I'm guessing this is a staple for you. Yes. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> Me as Check well. Mark. Yeah, we all we all uh all of us have uh daughters, you know, and, and and when they're young and even as they start to get older, it's a fantastic experience. I mean, from Mickey to the princesses, um I love I, I love I still love. get a kick out of it. I, I mean, do too. Thank you. It's my I love it. Right, and th so, there's some really great uh, character dining experiences. Uh, the Topolino dining, uh, yep. character of breakfast. Tusker um, House. At Tusker House. There's some great fun things to do. Um, excited for hopefully uh, 1900 Park Fair mm -hmm. and face character interactions coming back, which would be amazing. Um, yeah, we're, we're headed in the right direction, so uh, excited about some of those options. So you guys obviously have younger kids, right? And obviously my kids are older. Uh, Dave, you, I know you haven't experienced this yet. Justin, you might be on that cusp. Does Riley still want to do the character stuff? And then I got to a point when we were going where I didn't make a character meal. And surprisingly, the girls were like, well, we're not doing a character meal. You know, like, what, what the, you know, what's going on with that? Have you, have you gotten to that point yet where she's like, no, it's okay. I can skip the princess. I would rather do something else. Or is she still in that stage where she wants to? Because that's a, that's a, a real pivotal turning point as a parent to uh, not have that part of your trip. I mean, it was part of our regular experience. I think one of the first times that, my girls didn't want to do Bippity Boppity Boutique. That was kind of like, <gasps> they're getting older. Mm. <laughs> One of those kind of moments, you know? Yeah, that's hard. Um, Riley's a little different. So is she still into characters? Yes. Uh, she still really enjoys me in the characters. It's funny, too, because even now, you know, you all know Ry. She's super talkative. You know, mm -hmm. she just never met a stranger. But she, you can tell she gets, like, stage fright and a little bit in front of, like, a celebrity whenever she's around Disney characters still, especially the princesses. Like, she gets real quiet, kind of chats just a little bit, but not very much. So, yeah, we still go see characters. Our family is not um, really big on character dining anymore. We used to do it when Riley was younger, but Riley, you know, Riley's an adventurous eater. Riley likes good, f mm -hmm. like, really good food. So we kind of base our dining experiences on going to Topolino's for dinner or Cali Grill 
or you know like that's just the kind of stuff that we enjoy doing um so for our family yeah we don't do a ton of character meals i think it's a great option i always tell people look you're pretty much buying a character fast pass by doing that you know you're 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 getting the meal yes but you are also being able to knock off a couple characters off your list get those photos get those interactions get those autographs and not have to wait in a line to do it. So that makes it a really nice, um, you know, addition to a Disney trip for a family that maybe has a limited amount of time in each park. So, but for our family, we don't do it a ton, Mike, anymore. But it's not because Riley wouldn't want to. It's just because the other options of Disney food is mm-hmm. better for our family and the kind of the way we enjoy doing the parks. So, yeah, little A, little B, you know. She does enjoy it, but we just don't do a lot of character dining. Uh Let's see here. Where are we at? So we have gone through seven different things. It's interesting to hear where everybody is. Do you have seven points right now? Or like Dave and I, are you falling a little bit behind? Mike is still perfect on the board. Really? Uh, Yep. We are moving on to number eight, Dave. Number eight is, um, ooh, eating a hot dog at Casey's Corner. It's Mm. great. Love it. Many times, I mean... Like this, there's options available for you. They have also in the past done some fun, like loaded versions of them where you can get yep. like mac and cheese and things like that on top of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, why not? It's part and parcel of that uh, theme park experience. Mike, Casey's Corner. I can proudly say, as of the last trip, I can check this off. I got to do it on my last trip for the first time. Uh, it was Laura and I, Sarah and her boyfriend, Drake. We were That Magic Kingdom was late. Simi was off with her friends. We had an early dinner that day. We ate at Liberty Tree, so we were kind of doing like a Disney uh, Magic Kingdom kind of day. And we stayed for fireworks. We kind of you know hung around a little bit, got some stuff done in after fireworks. And we were about to leave the park, and we were all starving. It was one of those moments. I'm not really much of a hot dog person, but... Uh, uh, Sarah's boyfriend Drake was really hungry. So you know what? We're on our way out. I know Casey's is a great place to have a hot dog. Let's go there. And um, we walked in there. We had these huge hot dogs. I have the pictures. Well, Sarah took the pictures of uh, me and Drake eating our hot dogs. So uh, I can proudly say on this trip, I get to check it off because it's something that I got to do for the first time. So Casey's for us is a go-to in the Magic Kingdom. I've always said that the Magic Kingdom dining is not my favorite thing. Um, but for you in quick service, I love Casey's because I love sitting and listening to the piano. You can look at look at uh, Cinderella Castle, and then look. I've talked about this on a show before. My wife does not eat hot dogs; like she just she doesn't like them. She loves a good sauce bun, um, so we will get a you know hot dog sauce. Dave's looking at me. We've had this conversation yeah, a couple episodes ago. Maybe you weren't it's still on. Still weird. There's, there's no such thing. Yeah, it's hot dog weird. sauce. So we'll, she'll what we'll do is Riley and I. You mean ketchup? We'll, like Riley will get no no no. It's like chili, but it's hot dog sauce because it have beans uh, in it. Chili. Oh, yeah. That beans in it. Anyway, we're, yeah, so it's hot dog sauce. Um, so she'll have, Riley will get a chili cheese dog and take the hot dog off and the cheese and then Katie and just eat the hot dog because Riley doesn't like bread. And then Katie will eat the sauce bun and I'll just get one just loaded down with anything and everything you can throw on there. Hashtag sauce bun. <laughs> Hashtag sauce bun, man. <laughs> they ought to put it on the menu, dude. Get a no, sauce bun. It's not a thing. Stop it. Can that become the new thing no, that people go do at Disney? No. They take a picture with a sauce bun? No. No. <laughs> Vito, this is not okay. Moving on. So you- um, <laughs> next on the list. Hey, Mike, what's next on the list? <laughs> 
another one that I can proudly say that uh, Laura gets aggravated. One of my staple things to get on every Disney vacation is a new coffee mug. And my entire coffee mug collection is all Disney. So I'm going to say have more than five Disney coffee mugs. Okay, so Mike, put this in perspective for me. How many Disney coffee mugs do you have? Probably about 20 or 25. Because Ooh, that's I a lot of coffee. No, it's a lot of coffee mugs. He still only drinks the same amount of coffee each day. He just doesn't use all of them. It's not like he suddenly well, but, but, but drinks an additional cup. Got to get them all. But I have some really, really big coffee mugs and some really small coffee mugs. So there are certain times, like, one, I believe it or not, one of my favorite mugs, I have this big purple Tinkerbell mug. And um, it's just it's the right size cup of coffee. So when you want that big cup of coffee, when you're having a, if you, if you have a tired morning, it's the perfect one. I have a small little Tower of Terror one. So if I need just a little bit of a pick-me-up during the day, that'll be my afternoon coffee cup. So uh, cup size does matter when it comes to <laughs> the coffee. Mike, Mike, you know that just because it's bigger like you can't call a bowl a coffee cup okay like that's <laughs> hey, not hey. i bought this beautiful cup of soup glass. is a thing okay like. <laughs> that's not the way it works um, um so mike has that dave do you have more than five coffee cups disney so me personally no i don't drink coffee uh you don't need it correct can you imagine me on coffee no no <laughs> But Mike, that, that upsets Mike, I feel like. Mike's just like, nope, we don't need any of that. No. <laughs> uh, I think law enforcement would get involved if I had too much coffee. Um, <laughs> but um, So I don't drink coffee, but my wife uh, does. And we definitely have more than five coffee mugs in. And now she has like a whole collection of like other, like, like, if she's doing like an iced coffee or something and she wants it to go, she's got like tumblers and things like it. There's quite a collection of them. And I have the same thought as I have with Mike's 25 coffee mugs. Like you don't need that many. Okay. You don't, you don't. We, I definitely have more than five, but it's not much more than five. Um, I've got one from Alani. I've got one from Disneyland. I've got a Disney cruise one. Oh. I've got a couple from Walt Disney world. Okay. Um, but it's not, I probably have maybe seven or eight, but here's the thing. It's amazing. And I'm, I want to hear how many people out there have this problem, how many cups we have in our house. Like it is insanity. How much drink, like how many people are we expecting to come want a glass of water at any one point? <laughs> it is insane. How many? And I go to get rid of them, and Katie, it's something we haven't touched on the fourth shelf forever. And if you know our yeah, family, Brian. we're not reaching the second shelf. So um, we're we're they're they're up there just getting lost. You know, they're like wheezy in the back, just like Aww. oh, drink from me. Um, but yeah, man, like we have more cups than anything, and also we buy the stupid refillable mugs over and over and over and over again. Because we can never remember to bring them back to any park we ever go to. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, anyway, yes, I do have this. So we all get that one. Last uh, but not we all least, have, on that point, I just wanted to say that I I know I just like gave my wife grief for having extra cups and tumblers and things like that, but I literally bought her one today. So did you? Which one? Uh, there's a new uh, Jasmine. Uh, line of merchandise that has just been released and um, and so I went and found it in the park and nice. made sure that I had one of those for her and she got a new shirt at the same time which reads not just a prize to be won 
What nice. Look yeah. at you, man. Yeah. Stepping up the game. Yeah. Uh real quick before we move on. Mike, what's your favorite coffee cup? Are you not not the Tinkerbell one, but what's like your favorite one? If you were if one was to fall out and break, you'd be like devastated over. Uh I have some Star Wars ones that I like. Ooh. I have a Darth Vader one that I really like. I have a Darth Vader one. Darth Vader is good for the morning time too, especially when you're having a bad night. <laughs> uh I've got one. It's super cool. It says Vision on the back, and it's on the front. It's got a picture of Walt, and he's standing in the field where Cinderella Castle, or where Sleeping Beauty Castle will go. And But it's kind of like you can just barely see an outline of the castle, like Cute. where it's going to be, and he's kind of just looking over. Or he's standing in the field looking where Cinderella Castle is going to go is what it is. Yeah, I'm trying I to think if I got one. that one, Disneyland yeah. or Disney World. It's Disney World one. It's Disney um, World. He's in the swamp. Yeah, and it's such a great one. It's white and yeah. blue. You've probably seen it around. I've seen Love it. that cup. Uh, so anyway, moving on from coffee cups. I think uh, you should take the next one. Uh, yeah, I'll take this one. Here we go. <laughs> this is one that happens to me a lot. I've talked to – not only that – not only have I done this when I'm standing there, I've done this talking about when I've been standing there uh, <laughs> on this show before. Uh, look, you're not a massive Disney fan if you have not done number 10 on our list, and that is cried during fireworks. Guys, I am a big softie. I know you look at me and you think, what a tough guy, you know? Um, I am a big, big softie, and I will never forget ever one of those Disney memories that just implants itself in your brain. Standing inside the Magic Kingdom, Riley is maybe two or three at the time, and I'm holding her, and Wishes is playing, and I, in my ear, I heard her going, starlight, star bright, and I'm just absolutely boohooing, boohooing. While you're she's a doing this. listening right now, like you're a little. I, I'm telling you, it's a mess. <laughs> like it's just, I get a, I, it's such an emotional moment for me, because it, like I had that moment with my daughter where I knew it meant something to her, and she, you know. You know how your kids kind of hug your neck a little tighter? And you're like, oh, why don't you just, just here, whatever you want, go buy it. You can have anything you want right now, kid. You know, you're the best. Uh, Mike, have you ever cried during fireworks? You're the t- you are the tough guy of this. I was going to say, if, if there's any one of the, of the three of us that hasn't done it, it might be Mike. I've gotten choked up crying now. We got him. Never, never had a tear go down the face? Never. Nope. I want to get Mike crying on this episode sometime, on this show sometime. Yeah. Did we get you once? Uh, when Jay left. That's right. We did. That's right. Yeah, we did get you. There we go. Go back and listen to that when you hear Mike boohoo. I would say boohoo. <laughs> I would say choked up, and Laura was making onions. So, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Dave, there's an, dude, there's an entire episode of this dedicated to me just crying. So let's. Oh, not, me like, and you. Yeah. We were the two worst people to do that show because we would just we would piggyback off each other crying. The, the two um, empaths are like yeah, having it, a conversation it, about life. Emotionally, you and I are very, very similar. Um, very. This is kind of a no-brainer. I'm sure you've cried during fireworks. Multiple times. Uh, one of my favorite memories is uh, July 2nd, two, uh, 2021. Uh, it was the second day that we uh, fired fireworks uh, for the guests uh, after returning from COVID. I think I've told this story before, but it was the first day that uh, Tinkerbell flew for the guests because she didn't fly on the first, and I lost it well and truly just a mess i was a puddle and then my guests were like let's go ride space mountain and i was like yeah <laughs> let's do, let's let's do that is our let's guide okay <laughs> is he okay over there everyone's <laughs> looking at you instead of the fireworks <laughs> yep they were like does he need like medical assistance what's going on 
Well, we are tied. Dude, I teared up this week. I don't know if you saw that clip went viral. The two minor league or little league baseball players, the one hit got hit by the pitch and the other one went and hugged the pitcher after he got hit by the pitch. And I was like, oh, that's such an emotional, sweet moment. Not, I'm just an emotional wreck. Yeah, um, <laughs> all right, here we go. We are tied, guys. Nine apiece. Um, moving on. Number 11, Mike. Number 11. This is something that I've done, and I'm not sure if everybody has. It's kind of a Disney experience that mm, it's a hit or miss, and that's riding the Magic Express. Uh, yeah, you used to do it all the time whenever you would travel yep. down from New York State down to uh, Walt Disney World. Um, that can be the best ride and the absolute worst ride. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Tragical or Magical Express. Um, it is no longer around. I was actually just booking some transportation for some clients today. So um, I don't know if it has such an emotional attachment as it used to. I guess you're still leaving your happy place if you if you are, but still. Um, now you're paying for it. So maybe you, <laughs> you're even more emotional than you've had to pay to leave. Um, David? Uh, Jim Gaffigan, comedian, says that his favorite ride in Disney World is the air-conditioned ride to the airport at the end of it, so, um, which always makes me smile when I listen to his Disney uh, stuff. Um, but um, I have ridden the Magical Express, and I remember flying to Orlando the first time and having these instructions on how to get to my Disney resort and going, what, I just pick up a phone and in a in an airport and they tell me like where to board a bus like what is this and it was it was magical it was everything they promised in the name it was amazing uh so i thought for sure i would get you on that one and i think i think you guys thought maybe you would get me on this one because you know i right don't ever fly when we were doing this list dave you were originally like well justin's not getting this one i have ridden the magical express um when we have done our repositioning cruises uh whether it be you know uh going transatlantic over to europe or going panama canal over to the west coast and hanging out at disneyland for a few days we always of course fly back to walt disney world where we start our vacation and we take the magical express back um but it is few and far between i've told the story before where uh, i got on the magic express after a 18 hour travel day and uh i asked the gentleman i said uh can you please take us to the boardwalk first and he said ah we have our this is like one in the morning we have our route and i said here's 40 dollars cash and he said okay i'll take you over there first (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the integrity of okay moving on (laughs) so so we we have all ridden the magical express uh dave why don't you take us to number 12 buddy because this is something i think we're going to get you on yeah, I actually think the next couple are going to get me. I won't have as many of these lists because, like, I eat, sleep, and breathe Disney. So um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I might have done this, but it, nothing that jumps out at me. Uh, the, number 12 is worn a magic band while not at Disney. And I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I must have at some point. Like, I think I've, like, back when we, uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like I have. I don't know where. You think about it, because I can go ahead and go. Yeah, go. Uh, I have definitely done it. um, Where and why? uh, It is typically whenever I am leaving Disney, and I will find myself still wearing a magic band, even the next day. Because I've been wearing it for a week and whatever, and I'm always wearing like, you know, 
the DDP Today band and and my watch and all that kind of Apple Watch, that kind of stuff. And it just kind of becomes a part of you over, over time. Uh, if you're on Disney property for a long time, like I've done 21 day trips. So at that point, it's kind of just melted to your wrist, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I've definitely done it. And it's uh, it, when you look down and you realize that you're standing in a Bucky's wearing a magic band, sometimes they look at you <laughs> like, hey, buddy, you know that doesn't spin here. Um, we don't have a magic band here. So, yes, I have uh, definitely worn it outside of Disney property, um, well outside of Disney property uh, at times. Mike, you? Yeah, as a matter of fact, one of our rituals was wearing it, especially the day before you go to the park. We would put them on, and then you know, when we would fly down to the airport, so you'd have them on. When you got to the actual Magic Express, they would scan it when you got in there. And then I've caught myself, same thing, because I wear stuff all the time on my wrists. Uh, not so much with work now, but um, you know, back then I would always wear kinds of you know bracelets and whatnot, and I would forget to have it. And I would forget, and I would have it on, and I'm like, well, you know, it looks kind of stylish. It's kind of cool. I got the uh, you know the uh, Darth Vader thing going here, or a Pirates. <laughs> To the Caribbean, so yeah, why not keep it on for next day or two? I just picture like Mike going through security at his old job or something and trying to like <laughs> scan into a building in New York City with his magic band and then looking at him like, Oh, what is he I'm gonna doing? Do a, I'm gonna do a video of me coming home from a Disney trip and trying to like scan into my front door and then like going <laughs> to the gas station and try to like pay for gas and you know, and just look at him like, Huh? Mine is working. Um, <laughs> just do the whole thing. So, yeah, uh, Magic Band. And also, I got in trouble. One time I've ever been real fussed at, well, I got fussed at Disney by security at Disney Springs. Go back and listen to that show a couple times, uh, a couple episodes ago. But the front desk, Davey used to work the front desk. Front desk fussed at me because I had 67 active Magic Bands on my account. Okay, you're messing <laughs> up the system, dude. You're part of the problem. That's what she said. All right. That's She's exactly. like, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron was like, "You gotta, you gotta stop that, man!" Like, yeah, like my, that poor, that poor door lock. He'd go click, 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 like, like going through every it's band, running through every <laughs> band, trying to check whether like, like which one is active and which one you're tapping right now. Like you're, you're messing with the computers, man. Like give them a break, take some of them and retire them, and say, you know what, I'm gonna keep this I as did. a keepsake. Good, thank you. Clean up your. We do our, well, we do our note, Christmas countdown with them now. Note to self to everyone. Clean up your magic bands on your My Disney experience, okay? <laughs> Help a cast member out. Uh, it was funny, man, when I walked up and she was like, you have a lot. You have 67 active. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you meant to have like sorry. 20. Yeah, she said, you. yeah, it's not supposed to be that many. Yeah. Think. All right, anyway, moving on. Dave, are you taking that one or no? I feel like I can take that one. I, I feel, feel like, like you've like, done it. I feel like you've worn it off like, property. Like, and I get home and I still have it on. And like, yeah, I might be like the next day or something still like wearing it. So it, it's definitely like, I'll, I'll take it as a half point if necessary. But yeah, like I was also working at Animal Kingdom Lodge during the rollout of them. And they mm -hmm. were the bane of my existence. So, Oh, my on. gosh, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you seen the new ones yet in person? I have. I've uh, like played with them. I've uh, I've felt them like buzz when you walk near certain statues. Uh, okay. I like them. They're stylish. Um, everybody's always said they wanted more interactive elements from their magic yeah. bands, and Disney had given it to you. Don't forget to charge your magic band. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get one for sure because I need a 68th. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the next one because you're gonna get. I think you're gonna get two of us on this one. Number 13 on our list. If you are a massive Disney fan, uh, if you have all these, you have a Disney tattoo somewhere on your body. Now, I'm gonna start with Dave. 
Dave, I know this for a fact. You are it, not getting this point. Oh, I was going to start taking clothes off and show you. A, no, I would never do that. That's <laughs> no, 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 please completely don't. inappropriate. Um, I do not. I don't have any tattoos of any description, so I was always going to fail this one. It's impossible to have a Disney tattoo if you don't have any of them. Um, my wife has one. Uh, she has a princess crown on her foot. Um, and my brother, I'm pretty sure he has something Disney. He has a lot of tattoos, but I do not. Would you ever get a tattoo? I don't think I'm morally opposed to it at all. It's just I've never found something that I was like that passionate about that I needed to. No, I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> DDP logo? No, I think DDP I think logo? Justin wanted to imply a tattoo of his face and That's it. Perfect. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. I do have tattoos. Um, I've got a couple, um, but I do not have a Disney, t Disney tattoo, but it is on the list. Like, my next tattoo will probably be a Disney tattoo. So, what are you uh, gonna get? I do not have it either. Huh? What are you going to get? I don't know yet. See, that's the <sighs> thing. Like, it's got to be something that's. Can we, do a, can we do a poll for the patron? And well, they... I thought about getting Keep Moving Forward. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Do you consider that a Disney tattoo? 100%. I think so too. Like the, the Mike, do you those... consider that a Disney tattoo? Sure. Okay. Sure. I thought you were definitely something Walt related. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that's what I was thinking about getting. Well, I yeah, actually the designed whole, one. The I'll show you guys the design when we get off here. I'll send you a picture of it. Um, it's like an arrow. So. And in the, in the middle of the arrow, it says keep moving forward. But the arrow is kind of a little different. It's got a little something special in there. Um, hmm. So I'll, I'll send that to you guys. Now, look, this is an easy one for Mike. Mike, do you have a Disney tattoo? Yes. Multiple. How many? So. Uh, I'm up to two. Oh, I, okay. I, I actually thought it would be more than that. No, okay. just two. I, well, I have, I, they're pretty huge. They're I mean, pretty big. I have Jack and Sally is the whole left side of my leg, and then the other side of the leg is the uh, Mickey Mouse with, um, you know, the Steamboat Mickey. Steamboat Willie? Yeah, dude, I love it, dude. Mm -hmm. See, yeah, Mike's, Mike's going to run away with this thing. All right, Mike, take us to number 14. Uh, one of the ones that I'm, I'm going to say I don't have... Uh, it was a park hop from coast to coast. Oh, we have a different list. We have a different list. Yeah, I think uh, I think Dave skipped one. Yep. No, no, no. I don't have that on my list. I was saying I could. Oh. I was saying I could take that one, but there's not very many people around the world who are going to take that one. Um, so uh, number fourteen, buddy, is own DVC. Own DVC. Mike, you own DVC. Yes, I do. Uh, home resorts. Animal Kingdom and Saratoga Springs. Ooh, nice. Uh, I own DVC. I've got um, I've got uh, Bay Lake Tower and the Grand Floridian. Mm -hmm. Dave, we took points here. Where are you at, yeah, buddy? I, okay, so here is my thought process: is as a cast member, I get awesome. I get awesome like discounts on stuff, like we're able to book rooms at a great rate. Like I've never had a need for it. That said. If I was going to leave the Disney company, I would definitely, yes, be uh, investing and buying DVC. Uh, it's just not something I've ever really needed or uh, in my life. Like, I've got access to a lot of those perks in a different form uh, with the way my life plays out. So um, it's just kind of a, a thing where I'm like, yeah, I don't need it, but I could. We'll look into it. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you what, it, it's um, like 
It's a, it's a great addition to to your Disney lifestyle. Like if anybody is interested in it, I mean, we've had some really close people to this show who have added DVC just in the last couple of years, and I've kind of you know um, I'm, I've worked with them personally and chatted with them because they're they're good friends about kind of the ups and the downs and you know the best things about resale and direct and all that kind of stuff. And it's funny whenever people do it that they find out, especially if you're doing like three or four trips a year. You find out, wow, okay, this this really makes sense right? for my family. I should um, I should get a commission though, because like I literally had somebody this week who um was on tour. We were chatting about it, they were talking about the umming and ahhing of it, and they were kind of at that point in their life where they were like, Yeah, I probably should have by now, but I've never really done it. We talked about a few different elements and I pointed out some of the things that they weren't aware of, and two days later they bought a DVC contract. And I'm like Where's my cut of this? How do I how do I get a piece of that action? Like anyway, it Disney is what it back is. in the day used to give um, kind of like referral gifts. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of getting away from that. Yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. do much of that anymore. It was like it was two fifty or five hundred. Something like a that. Two fifty, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was good. Man, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't that around? We had the podcast then, you know. Right. We yeah. really be throwing it around. Um, come on, DVC. Uh, Mike number fifteen. Taking a Disney cruise. Uh, I'm going to let you start, Mike. Uh, yes, twice. Uh, I had the uh, one of our very, very first Disney trips. We did a Disney cruise. And then one of our later trips, I got to do it with the DDP family. So, yes, I have done two Disney cruises. Um, I'll go next because I think I'm on this show with the only person who's done more Disney cruises than me uh, that, could, that could be around. <laughs> um I uh, I have done a Disney cruise. I've done many of them. I'm a platinum Disney cruiser. It's one of my favorite things How to do on planet done? Earth. Uh, I've done 13, 12, 13. That's a solid I'm number. I remember man. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, here's the way I wish Disney did that. I wish they did it by days at sea because I've done two 14 nighters, both repositioning cruises um, Southern, Eastern, Western, of course, you know, the Bahamas. Uh, I've still got to knock out Alaska and I've still got to knock out. Um, Hawaii. Have you done but I've done Europe? Baja. And I got knocked out Europe. I'm sorry. Oh, well, okay. I've done. I haven't done the Mediterranean yet. The Med okay. yet. and the Baltic. I haven't done that. So, uh, like, you've got plenty of itineraries. Yeah, I'm still good, man. Still a lot of stuff, especially with new ships coming out. I think that we're. I think, uh, Dave, you might not be able to talk about this one. I think we're gonna see an Asia itinerary Ooh, at some point. Ooh, that sounds yeah. fun. With um, the new ships. Have you got one booked at the moment? Um, I have a placeholder right now. Okay, because I have one booked. I live with a placeholder. You do. Yes, I know you do. You know <laughs> yeah. why I know you do is because uh, your wife has sent us messages uh, like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. But you know when it is? <laughs> it's the same week that you're doing something else. The Universal huh? Unleashed yeah. Nights of Fear event is. So it's uh, yeah. a little tough for us to get away it's for that long. fine. Blow that thing off. <laughs> Riley's fine. Um, She's 10 now. She, she, can go, she can go to Universal <laughs> on her own for Halloween Horror uh, Nights. Um, Dave estimated. Let me ask you a question. Oh, uh, God, of course, yes. you have done many Disney cruises. You've done them both as a guest and also, of course, worked on them. In your head, counting the two together, how many sailings do you think you've done in your lifetime? That's insane. That number is about to get out of hand. Okay, so I did a year and a half. So 5,204 because I was doing three and four nights. Three and four nighters. Yeah, on the Wonder. And then, but over that time, I probably, like, I had some time off for vacation time and things like that. So let's say I did 
110 of those on the Wonder. Then I transferred to the Magic and I did another year and a half there, but they were longer cruises, week-long minimums, but some of them were like 10 days. So let's do another 40 there. That puts us at 150. Um, And then I've done a bunch of, as a guest, signed on. I'm at 170. 170, sure. I've done 170 cruises. I'm catching you. <laughs> I'm <Paying> coming. <laughs> back. Look over your shoulder, I'm buddy. I'm still going on book. I'm moving to 171, buddy. <laughs> Somewhere uh, in that I've always said, anyway. man, Disney cruises for me are one of the greatest things you can do as a Disney fan. So hopefully, if you've not done one, if you did not get a point for this one, you can book one really soon. Uh, show at awaywithmetravel.com. We'll get you taken care of. Um, little plug there. Let's move on to <laughs> number 16. Mike, you added this one, and I loved this one. What we got? Uh, I think you're very well aware of it, but yet everybody seems to do it. And that is trip on the tram track as you're walking up Main Street going <laughs> towards the castle. Um, you know it's there. It's pretty obvious. And um, it just seems to be part of your day that you wind up getting your foot wedged between that rail and the concrete somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say uh, trip on the tram track. Mike, I'm guessing you've done it. Uh, multiple times, and uh, Laura almost, I think, twisted her ankle completely where we ruined a trip one time, but she uh, she muscled through it, so props to her. I have 100% done this, and not only have I done it, somehow when we had the stroller, it never failed. The front stroller wheel would always find its way in the in, in the middle of it, and now you just look like a crazy person. I literally almost threw Riley out of the stroller one time because I was rushing to get down Main Street uh, and hit it and she was not buckled in. I mean, she was like four at the time, but she went flying forward. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a real hazard, but it's a fun hazard. If you're going to people watch, that's the spot to do it right because there. no one's looking yep. down. You have the most iconic building in the world in front of you, one of them, and people are looking up. They want to see characters and fireworks and everything else. And here is this just ever-going pothole right down the middle of Main Street, USA that it's you have amazing. to navigate. Um, yep. I've, Dave, I've done you're in the it. park's all the time. I've done it got as recently happened. as like three days ago. <laughs> like I, I do it regularly. I work there for goodness sakes, and I still have managed to mess it up on a regular basis. Um, I was pushing an empty wheelchair the other day, and the wheel caught it, stuck, and I looked like an <laughs> idiot in the middle of Main Street, USA. It was great. Uh, super proud of that moment. Um, I know my mom's also proud of me. Um, and yeah, I. It's okay, but. While we're saying this, and we're all like acknowledging that we look like idiots and the, all of that, can and I know we've probably mentioned it um, on this show before, but can we take a moment and give a shout out to those parade dancers who oh my gosh. walk straight over the top of it like it's not even there? Like... I have seen, I have seen a parade uh, dancer like eat Bite it. it. Yep, just yeah. big time, um, and trip and fall and regather their steps. I've seen every m- variation of it, but the amount of time they spend walking over it, and they like very rarely, very rarely, are you ever going to see a major incident. Well, it's like walking through your house in the middle of the night. Like you know your house. Very rarely uh. do I stub my toe. Yeah. Because I know. I know where everything is, you know. Um, Unless you so have yeah, I, yeah, a couple of adult beverages. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or I'm dodging Riley and Katie's shoes laying in the living room and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, we're good. Uh, Dave, take us to number 17, because this is one that I see as I'm staring at you right now. Yes, indeed. Um, it, it's a fun little one, uh, and I'm hopeful that we might get one taken off somebody else's list, because it's a more recent thing. Um, it's one of these trendy, fun things to do in Disney World, and that is to take a picture in front of the purple wall. Uh, I know I have done it. I actually have a picture of me recently. Um, I'm not allowed to publish it because I'm worried I might get in trouble for it, but it's actually me swinging off the stitch trying to remove the cog of the 50th out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I am full weight on this co- on this like on this statue. Like like I am feet off the ground the whole shebang. Um, and my wife went, "You should probably not post that. You might get in trouble." So I do have a really fun photo. Um, but yeah, I I think it's uh, something fun. And I'm talking like seventy something thousand photos on Instagram using hashtag Purple Wall. Uh, Justin, have you ever taken a photo at the Purple Wall? I have never taken a photo <gasps> with a purple wall. I, I have did. taken people's <sighs> photo in front of the purple wall because I have a wife and I have a daughter. Right. And that was a staple. So I have taken their photo. I don't believe I have taken... Katie may have made me, but I don't think so. I don't think I've ever... I am not giving myself a point because I'm pretty sure I've never taken a photo in front of the purple wall. Mike? I am not a purple wall photo person. I've never done it. I've, uh, I don't even think I've done it for the girls because I think they're more into the whole selfie thing. They know the hashtag. They know about oh, getting yeah, all do. of these great shots. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm very rarely handed the camera because I guess as an adult, we're not good at taking pictures because <laughs> the teenagers can. So, um, so no, I have not taken a picture of the girls there, and I have not taken a picture of myself. Hashtag so purple for that wall. One. Dave gets a point and no one else does. You're only one even, back now, Dave. You're I don't even back. think... I don't even think Joe would have. No, he wouldn't have. No, he's never taken one. All right, good. Moving Uh, on. on. Uh, Number 18, have a pet named after a Disney character. Um, I will start. I do have a pet named after a Disney character. Right now, uh, Dash is laying right behind me. Uh, He's probably looking up like, hey, why are you saying my name? Um, Dash the dog off off The Incredibles is right behind me. Um, I have uh, had Disney characters in the past, too, of of, uh, pets. Mike, do you have any pets that have been Disney characters? Yes, my golden retriever, Simba. Simba. Simba one. <laughs> Dave, how about you? Uh, right now, I do not. Uh, but uh, previously, I have, yes, definitely had pets named after Disney characters. That counts. So, there, you go. there you go. Nice. Crazy. Uh, moving on to ni- number 19, Mike. Yeah, one of the things that I have, uh, and it counts because it's Disney, I have a, everybody has their favorite screensaver, lock screen, background on their computer, and I have Alani because I had a great family trip there, and it's a beautiful picture, so I'm able to incorporate my family with one of the places that I love, and it's Alani. So that's one of my backgrounds on my phone. Amazing. Ahead, yeah, uh, amazing. I think this is uh, something that is iconic. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about our, our lock screens. Uh, my lock screen is a picture of me and my, at the time, co-host, now wife, uh, doing a high school musical dance party on a cruise ship from like... 
14 years or something ago when we first met. And then when you go inside, uh, I have uh, Jasmine as my... Oh, it doesn't show up on my phone. There it is. Uh, Jasmine as my... uh, backdrop to all of my apps so yeah i definitely have some disney on my phone right there when we open it what's your phone look like justin my phone is my two girls it is uh katie and riley um wearing katie's wearing her 50th ears and riley is wearing her riviera ears because they have the r right in the middle she loves the riviera merchandise and we're actually at the riviera um we were right there by the water and taking a nice photo uh, of the two of them. So that is on my background. So us at Disney wearing some Disney swag. So, yeah, got some Disney on my background, too. I love it. Uh, moving on to number 20. I think we all got this one. Probably make this one pretty quick. We subscribe to Disney+. Plus. Um, if you subscribe to Disney+, Plus, you are a big Disney fan. I use it every day. Why? I think you can guess. Simpsons. I watch The Simpsons from sundown to sunup, and then we have it on in the afternoon, too, and uh, it gets a workout. Dave, Disney+. Plus. If you are not a member of Disney Plus, why? Because they just gave us 25 more episodes of Bluey out of Australia, okay? Like, That's right. Uh, did they did. Out. Yes, they did. 25 more episodes. Season three of Bluey has dropped. Sort your lives out. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I'm going to put it out there. I have a challenge that I now do with my friends that when I talk about this show and they look at me like I'm like, that I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm like, all right. I I understand that you're an adult. I understand that you don't have children. I challenge you to watch only three episodes. It's that good. Is it? They're they're seven minutes long, and you're going to be like, it's it's less than half an hour. You'll be there, and you'll be like, I got time for one more. It's great. Two things. I don't even care what you watch. Pick three random episodes. Any of them. Two things. One, happy Keep anniversary, Phineas and Ferb. Today is Phineas and Ferb's 15th anniversary from coming I out. I love Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, I love it. It's one of the best shows ever made. Um, two, Dave, I was watching, I was scrolling through videos not too long ago, and they were asking, you know, they'll like ask people questions on the street, and they asked these random girls. They said, what um, famous dad on television do you have a crush on? And one of the girls said the dad from Bluey. Yeah, 100%. He's my spirit Why? animal. His name is Bandit. He it, he will make you feel bad as a father that you don't participate in your children's lives enough. Uh, he has an awesome sense of humor. <laughs> Why and do I want to watch this? And thing? he's Australian. <laughs> I mean, what's not to love? Um, <laughs> she, she picked Bandit. <laughs> yep. He, he is. I am, I am Bandit. Phil Dumphy from Modern Family Dumphy. and uh, and Tony Stark. I love it. They are my they are my yep. That's my guiding light. That's that's yep. that's I'm Bandit. Clark Griswold. Um, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Mike, have uh, you you've subscribed to Disney Plus? I am guessing with all the Star Wars uh, uh, shows that are out there that you love. Yep, got it since day one when it premiered, and I've got a couple of years subscription. I think I bought. I, I don't know if it ends anytime soon, but I got it on the automatic billing, like everything else. So yeah, it's it's there to stay. And as long as they keep putting out this great Disney content with uh, some of the great new movies that come out and Star Wars, I'm all in. Uh, I tell you what, we're moving in. We have five left. It's interesting to hear how everyone is doing. How many points do you have right now? Uh, just to let you know, Dave, you're one behind Mike and myself, so you got to catch up here in these last five. Uh, moving on to number twenty-one, Dave. 
Number 21, a, a classic, a staple, something that I, I am hoping everybody has done. And if you haven't done, uh, you need to fix it. It's an iconic element of Disney, and that is eating in the Disney, in Cinderella's castle, like at Walt Disney World. It's, it's an experience. Uh, I've done it recently, uh, about a year ago. I uh, had a special day for my daughter's birthday. Um, it's it's one of those things where it's a hefty price tag, but um, as we've discussed, you're paying for the, the the lightning lane almost meet and greet element of it, and um, it's just iconic. Go and eat in the castle. Mike? One and done for us. We did it when the kids were little. We did a bippity-boppity boutique day and then headed up to the castle for dinner. It was good. I haven't even attempted to do it again. The girls have kind of outgrown it a little bit, but I, I can say I've done it. Um, I have done it many times. I've done it in a couple different uh, ways. I've not only eaten with the uh, amazing princesses, but also one year during um, Mickey's Not So Scary, they did a villain's experience in the castle. And we were able to go up, and we had uh, dinner as the villains came around instead of the princesses, and you were able to interact with the villains. So that was really, really cool to do that in Cinderella Castle. But I'm kind of with Mike. It's not my favorite dining experience if oh, I'm going to spend that much money. No, I completely understand that as well. But yeah. it is an iconic experience. Well, I do tell people, too, whenever I'm booking people's dining, I'm like, if there's a couple, there's more than a couple now. If you want a character meal, we got to do this at 60 days to 6 a.m., um, I had some clients that waited a little too long to get me some information for their login and stuff, and uh, just it's just not happening. So um, definitely, if it's something you're interested in, make sure you're on getting that taken care of 6 a.m. on the East Coast uh, at 60 days out, or get a hold of someone like us to take care of it for you. Um, so yeah, I have done it. We are uh, we're doing pretty good. We're moving right along. Uh, Dave, or I'm sorry, Mike, take us to number 22. Yeah, this is something that I have to put an X on, and I'm not going to get to do, but not yet, because I know I have something planned in the future, and that's taking a VIP tour. Ooh, interesting. I will jump in. Actually, you know what, Dave, you go ahead, because uh, <laughs> have you um, ever, you have taken a VIP tour, I think. I have. I have taken a VIP tour um, for a couple of different reasons, mainly for like, and being at like a guest on one for training purposes and for um, product knowledge and experience elements. Um, and yeah, so I, I, I've, I've done, I've, I've had some VIP experiences. Yeah. <laughs> What's your perspective from the other side of it? I mean, it's always one of those things that's hard to turn off. Um, your brain and not judge what's going on or and overthink how what else is going on like if you went to uh, to Mike's work with Mike and Mike just had to stand there and watch other people do it he'd be like well like <laughs> you'd be thinking about like what else is going on right um so there's that element to it but um it, it's it's an experience it's it'll blow you away it's like when I watch Katie try to plan out a vacation in front of me. It just drives me insane how long it takes <laughs> her to do something. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be exhausting. Uh, just get out of the way. I got this. Um, I have done a VIP tour. I've done a VIP tour with Dave uh, and as my VIP tour guide, and it's quite the experience. It's a lot of fun, something every Disney fan should do at some point, and uh, it's, it's definitely 
uh, a fun, fun day to be able to uh, get whisked around the park and take care. You know me. I like to be catered to. I am such a such a little princess. I like to be pampered and catered to and, and to have Dave, you know, like carry me on his back and, and that you know, feed happened. me my lunch. He cut up my that chicken will, for that me. That I will do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, here's, here's the thing. There's, it's always one of those things where people are like, yeah, but I don't know if I want to spend the money on it. I don't know if I want to invest in that. Um, find out more about it. Do the research. Um, follow uh, hashtag VIP tours, hashtag Walt Disney World uh, on either Instagram, on uh, TikTok, whatever platform you're on Facebook, like follow that. Um, keep track of those sorts of things so that you can see what people do. Um, follow me. I am Detours with Aussie Dave uh, on Instagram and I try to post something uh, every day, every couple of days just about what it is that we're doing, where I am randomly in a park and I sometimes even go who can tell me where I am because this is a really weird photo. It's kind of fun. Um, I love but it. find out more about it. It's great. Uh, moving along, number 23, guys, you know me. I am not a big Disney bus fan, um, so I use this service quite a bit, and so I will go first. That is taking a minivan while I'm probably the minivans are back. They are rolling. They are fantastic. Um, I have taken a few different uh, minivans around Disney property. I like when you used to be able to collect the collector's cards, if, if you guys ever knew about that, uh, with Disney transportation. Um, I'm not sure if those are back yet or not. They are back, Dave's saying. That's awesome. They are. Fantastic. So if you are on a Disney transportation, uh, motor transportation, you can ask. There's no guarantee that they will have them, but sometimes you will be able to get collector's cards for that form of transportation that you are on, and then you can collect them all. Uh, that is a complimentary thing, free thing you can do at Disney. So I have taken a minivan. I like it. It is more expensive than just a Lyft or Uber, but you know that it's safe. They do have um, you know, car seats. They are it's, – it's just – it is the Disney feel – inside uh, of a, a rideshare option. So I, I absolutely love minivans. Uh, Mike, you taking a minivan on property? Never did a minivan. Um, you know, usually it's Laura and I. Uh, the kids kind of go off on their own. I like to roll the dice and, you know, go with caution with some unstrange person and, you know, hop in some strange person's <laughs> car. Uh, you can do that when you're an adult. You don't want to do that with kids. So um, if, if if I needed a car seat or if I was doing stuff with the family, then obviously I would do the, the minivan because it's more safe and secure. Uh, I've definitely done the Uber quite a bit. And um, I kind of pressed my luck with the safety on that. So, uh, but, you know, I like to live dangerously sometimes. It's, it's you know, it's what I do. You're so a scary guy, man. No. Nobody's doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not too worried. I, I've ridden the New York City subway, so I'm not too worried about my Uber driver. Uh, I, I think I can handle that. But I'm going to put an X on that one because I've never done the minivan. Interesting. Dave? Uh, I have done it once. I have ridden in a minivan. I was... Um, moving from one location to another between resorts and somebody went, let's get a minivan. And I went, yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. So I got to ride in a minivan, but um, only done it once. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Mike, take us to our number 24. Two left. Well, this is something that I can proudly say I can put an X on, and that is getting sick on a ride. Now, I know, Justin, you have. Uh, Dave, you ride the rides quite a bit, and I'm sure there are times when you have to go to work and maybe you're not feeling at your best, and maybe the teacup's got the best of you. Uh, but I do know you get to pick the options and what rides you can and can't go on. So um, I'm curious to see how you did on that one. Uh, I have never thrown up on a ride during work uh, or because of a ride during work. Uh, I have definitely uh, ridden, I think I rode Mission Space Orange like three times back to back and it didn't end well. 
Why would you and do there that? might have been like some food and wine <laughs> options involved or like flower and garden of some description and like a big lunch. And yeah, it did not end well. I wouldn't write it once, let alone three times. What's wrong with you? Why do you just I, I, I hate yourself? I want to say this was early on in my time with Disney, so it might have been more than 10 years ago, and it, it, that memory has stuck with me, yeah. Well, my famous story uh, I've talked about on the show many times was um, where I rode the teacups after a big, big meal, and uh, actually we had park hop that day and been at Epcot and um, came over, and I rode the teacups and then went straight over to uh, go hang with the Heffalumps and ride Winnie the Pooh. And right as that honey pot was pulling up, I felt a little queasy. And I had to ask the gentleman. I had to get out of line quickly, uh, the cast member there. And he thought, this guy's just afraid of Winnie the Pooh and the Heffalumps. Like, he doesn't want to ride this thing. Um, and I had to find the closest uh, area to be able to feel better, we would say. Um, so, yeah, I do not ride the teacups. I don't ride Mission Space. Um, I don't really like spinny things. We went to Carowinds a couple days ago. And there were a couple of those rides. There was one that spun around. You got in by yourself, and it spun, spun, spun. And then as it, as it spun, it went up in the air, so you were just going upside down, like spinning upside down over and over and over and over and over again. And Katie and Riley rode it, and I was like, have fun. I'll do the biggest roller coasters here as many times as you want. But those spinning things, man, I can't do it. I, just, I, I guess it's me getting old. I was about to say, it's you getting old. <laughs> That's what that is. No, I can't do it. There's just no way. So, yes, I have been sick. <laughs> I have thrown up because of a Disney ride. It is not my proudest moment, but I have done it. So, uh, Last one. Um, Mike, why don't you take this one? So, there's, uh, you know, there's been a few of us out there. We're, we're in the wild. You get to see us in the parks. And the last one would be, it's kind of a, a bonus one there, that would be meeting a DDP host. Um, I, I've been fortunate enough to meet so many of you people, whether it be just on a random trip or whether it be, uh, you know, the, DVD, the, the DDP trips. Um, it's been fantastic. It's been amazing meeting a lot of you people. And um, I'm going to put that as kind of like your bonus extra point kind of thing. Um. I have met a DDP host. I've met all of you guys. I love you all. You're my brothers. Uh, I'd do anything for you. We have spent some amazing times in the parks together. Uh, I, I mean, the night that we all, the first time the four of us ever hung out, just the four of us together, um, and we went to, uh, we were at the uh, Saratoga Springs, and then we went over to the boathouse, and uh, Rick Reagan joined us, and we threw down on a dinner. I mean, it was just, I don't think they were ready for us to become, and we probably ruined so many people's meal that night. It was okay. Um <laughs> But just, you know, memories that uh, we'll have forever and then the DDP trips and us all being together. Um, but one of my one of the greatest things that comes out of doing this show for me is creating and having the relationships that we have with with the people who give us their time and listen to this show and let us you know come into their their Disney lives. And that's really what means a lot. And whenever we actually get to meet them face to face. It's really something special um, because we get to, you know, give a hug and really find out more about you as a person one on one. And, you know, this past DDP trip, you know, being in the parks and at the boardwalk and stuff with people was just incredible. Um, so, yes, I, I think this is a great one. I hope a lot of people mark this down. If you haven't, hopefully you'll do it soon, maybe with the next DDP trip or maybe when you're in the parks. Um, but the guy that you can find the most around the parks is Dave. Um, it kind of has become a game for can you find Aussie Dave in the parks? And uh, Dave, you get um, a lot of DDP 
uh, family that come up to you randomly I, in the parks? I do. I get uh, a lot of people like keeping an eye out for me. Um, I've had people uh, swinging over um, ledges and screaming my name and chasing me through Animal Kingdom and following me <laughs> until I got to. Uh, I won't name any names, Uncle. I promise. Um, but um, it's it's yeah. It has turned into. And here's the thing: is like literally, I've had people be like, "Oh yeah, I didn't know if like you were serious about that. Whether I should like." say hi to you. I'm like, yes, come and say hi to me. Like I've had tours that I, I, I then incorporate it into what I'm talking about. And as we move away, I'll take 30 seconds, say hi, get a chance to meet you. Um, and then I get to be able to have something new to talk with my guests on tour about, um, that I probably haven't raised until that point. So, uh, it's a great little segue into a fun conversation, uh, to talk about everybody's love of Disney. And uh, so, um, please never hesitate, never think, uh, that we're too busy for that. Um, all of us, um, love the community that has been built here and love the passion that comes with that. You know, one of the things that when you actually get to see us in the parks, one of the things that I love to do, something that I've done with a lot of you people, is take pictures together. So you have that memory for a long time. And if you take those pictures, if you get to meet us, put them on our Facebook page because we have an amazing DDP family. That brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Justin, why don't you tell me, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, my pick of the week is going to my good buddy, Robert Parker. Um, man, so many great shots. Got to do hoop-de-doo, all kinds of other fun stuff. Um, saw Dave from a distance, but the shot I love is them in front of Cinderella Castle, the entire family. It looks like it's probably early morning, uh, and they were the first ones in the park, and we're able to take this just awesome shot. No one behind them. Those are the pictures that I love. Um, in Walt Disney World because it's those are few and far between that you can get it to where there's just no one around. And uh, I've talked <clears throat> talked with Robert, excuse me, talked with Robert a little bit this week while he's been down there. I, I was fortunate enough to be able to uh, to work with him on his trip and, um, you know, being able to, and not only we've had him on the show before talking dive quests and, and, uh, and all that, but just what a great guy, man. What a great family, just a great friend, and uh, just appreciate him so much and everything. Um, he's done to not only support the show but also support away with me travel and uh really really so happy for you man long trip awesome trip and uh to see that picture this with those smiles and those faces kind of just brings it all together so thanks buddy uh really really love it very cool Dave, what's your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is uh, somebody joining in one of our celebrations that have got underway in Walt Disney World. Uh, we, of course, have Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party returning to Disney World this year after a couple of years of hiatus. And it is wonderful to have uh, the, uh, the Boo to You Parade, Gracie Main Street, USA. And one of the locals uh, who uh, gets a chance to visit, uh, Ben. Benjamin and Lindsay Waldman took their new little one uh, to Magic Kingdom for the evening. Uh, 
beautiful pictures. Their little daughter all dressed up as Boo uh, from Monsters, Inc. Uh, in the, the, the whole contraption where Boo winds up uh, covered in junk and ends up in a cool costume um, with like weird dangly eyes sticking off the top and just some really great uh, moments of this new young family uh, captured in Disney World, uh, their little one meeting um, Winnie the Pooh and the gang um, and just some of those great things that we get from a not-so-scary Halloween party. It, it's just beautiful. I love it and that's why it is my pick of the week. Very cool. Great pick. Love that family. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Cheryl Pavia. She is about to take off. Well, she's on it now, taking off on The Wish. Uh, great new boat. Get to check it all out. I can't wait to hear a trip report from her. And uh, it was her birthday a couple of days ago. So happy birthday to you, Cheryl. Near, near and dear to our DDP family and to ours. So I uh, hope you have a fantastic trip. And uh, that's my pick of the week. Well, guys, I tell you what, <laughs> I absolutely love uh, that we can do this. We, you guys are missing that. I just had to edit out that my um, Alexa was listening to me and I had to get her to stop. Um, so anyway, uh, love doing shows like this. It gets the family talking. It's so, so much fun um, that we can get on here and talk about. If you did these 25 things, you are the ultimate Disney fan. Even us uh, who host the show and you know are in the parks every day, go to Disney all the time. Uh, you can see that we did not check all 25 boxes. It'll be interesting to see if you did uh, and you were able to. So let us know if you were able to get that done. What was the final count? Final count was uh, I, I didn't give us one for the last one. Um, yeah, I had well, we either all get it or, n or none of us do. Right. I had 22. You had 22, <laughs> Dave. Mike had 19. Wow. That's final count. I thought Mike Mike was doing real well. He was off for to the race. Quite a while there. The crying, the crying through him, the throwing up through him. Like he uh, just, you know, like the minivan through him. Purple wall. Yeah. <laughs> he's too tough. He's too tough. We need <laughs> to work on tough. it. Um, we'll 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 get him get him crying before we know it. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, so so much fun, and I really really enjoy doing this. It really gets you kind of just talking about all those great things. And you know what it does? It brings back memories of those times that you've done those things. And that's what this is all about. Guys, we have a really, really fun patron show um, that we're going to chat a little bit about, bringing Walt Disney into the Disney parks. What would we show him? What would we steer away from? What kind of day would we provide Walt if we could lead him on our own personal VIP tour around Walt Disney World? Uh, so we're going to chat a little about that on the other side. Before we do that, let's close this up. Mike, coming to you, buddy. Uh, great seeing both of you guys tonight. I, you know, the, the highlight of my week. I have a very high stressful thing going, you know, with work going on, and um, it's a hard time to make schedules, you know, being busy a lot. But this is one of those things that I look forward to all day today. I was so excited to see you guys and talk some Disney and kind of de-stress and kind of relax a little bit. And I'm glad I got to do it with you guys. And uh, hopefully, our DDP family had a good time talking about it too. Dave. Um, I always love one of these lists. It's one of these things where like people are always like, are you the ultimate Disney fan? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm super passionate about it, but there's still some things that I need to do. And it's a great way to, uh, to find out about those things, uh, and what exactly it is that we can, uh, do that. Maybe I just need to go get a tattoo and then I'll and be watch you. the electric water pageant and that that's way easier. I should do that. <laughs> I jumped straight to tattoo. Moving on. You, I'm, I'm gonna throw up in a yeah, van. Throw up in a minivan after riding the teacups. I love it. Wow, you're gonna get like one, and then two, cry. And three. You take and then cry about it. Not gonna happen. I'll, I'll always be one short on that one. 
<laughs> DDP family, have an amazing week. Make someone smile. Spread some Disney cheer. And until next time, guys, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Cheers. Perfect. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day. Spread some Disney love and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.